Hello, and welcome to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information about upcoming events, this podcast, and for other resources, visit candygibbs.com. Well, I wasn't originally going to really say anything tonight, and I'm not going to say a lot. Um, But while I was preparing for this weekend, and one morning in my quiet time, I haven't uh, read Jesus Calling in a while, and I was sitting in my den having my quiet time, and I looked over, and, and I was praying for you, and I picked up my Jesus Calling book, and so I'm going to read you what was on that day on October 19th. But as I've been thinking about this weekend, I was thinking about all of the different places that we probably come from. And I know we probably all go to different churches. We certainly all come from different towns and locations, and we've all had a different upbringing. I was raised in a Baptist church. Um, I I think one of my favorite parts about my job is I get to go to all different kinds of churches. And almost every week I'm in a different church. And just a couple weeks ago, I was in a Church of Christ church, And in a Church of Christ church, some of them still don't play instrumental music. And I definitely wasn't raised there because I can't carry a tune at all. But I just stood there and listened to this church full of people singing in this beautiful harmony. And the church that I go to now is pretty expressive and, you know, we clap and lift our hands and all of those things. And worship looks different in all of our churches and places where we worship and how your family does it or how you've been raised to do it. But what I want us to focus on this weekend are the things that are important. And that is this. We have all sinned. Every one of us. And my sin may not be your sin, but all of our sin is enough to separate us from the presence of God. And because he is so crazy in love with you, he would not settle for that separation. And he sent his son who came on his own accord And his life wasn't taken from him. The Bible says he freely gave his life because he would not settle for being distant and separated from us. And every person comes to a place in their life where they have to admit and they have to humble themselves and bow their own knee before a holy God and say, I am a sinner, and I need you, Jesus, to save me. And then he does, and it begins this incredible relationship that can go as deep as you are willing to allow it to go, because he will spend every moment of every day for all of eternity focused on you. And then once you accept Jesus, then the next thing you do is you declare it publicly and you, you, you're baptized. And the picture of baptism is just that 
I was this way. I was a sinner and I met Jesus. And now I, well, who I was is now dead and I am now going to live different. And I want to represent Jesus. And it's just a picture of what he did for you. Then the next thing that happens is there is something called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that is when the Holy Spirit comes into your life in such a way that you now have power to be who he has called you to be. So that when you encounter people, you can say, oh my gosh, you won't believe the change that has happened in me because of Jesus. And I also would tell you that lots of people spend a lot of time trying to get super creative about how to tell people that story, what I just said. And I want you to know we are so out of time, guys. We have so much further to go. If you are in this room, this is not the first time that you have heard that message. If you are in this room, this is Jesus saying to you, I want all of you. And I gave all of me so that I could purchase that. So if you have never made the decision to accept Jesus as your Savior, I want you to do it right now. And I also want you to know it has nothing to do with how you feel. It is a choice where I say, I'm going to believe it, and I'm going to be right in this moment, right now. I'm not moving from here without saying, I want you to be my Savior. So if you have never, ever done that, I just want you to raise your hand right now. Okay, then every one of us in the room has accepted Jesus as our Savior. Now, I want us to spend the weekend asking him, how can I move into a more intimate place with you? Because while we were singing that hymn of heaven song, all that kept going through my heart was when I get there, I don't want somebody to have to teach me the song. We are at a place in history. Maybe there was a time when it wasn't as crucial. It's crucial that you know what this is. You can't just let somebody else tell you what it says. When we talk about Jesus and we're saying, we're going to sing these songs and I am just so thankful and you are worthy, God. Worthy are you, God. I want more of you, God. If I don't know him for myself and all I'm going off of is what my preacher told me about him, I do not have the same experience in my heart. When I am saying, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are good, God, I'm saying that because I know it, not because somebody told me that. You can no longer rely on your pastor, your mother, your Sunday school teacher, your Bible study leader. You need to pick up your own utensils and start feeding yourself. 
because you have a relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of all of the universe. And he is willing to take you even deeper. So that is my prayer for you this weekend, that you will leave in a more intimate place with your Savior than what you came with. So we're going to give you in just a minute, a few minutes to do this little intimacy survey. And, And when you're doing your survey, I want you to know that I'm talking about your relationship with the Lord. And some of the questions you might be like, this seems a little strange. Don't let it be strange. Just answer the question, okay? And I want you to have a conversation with the Lord. And do you know that if you ask him a question, he answers you? And maybe I'm just so simple-minded enough to believe that, but there's a lot of times I would be like, Lord, I need you to talk to me right now. And I just write down whatever comes in my mind and heart, and I know that God will speak to you just like that. So I want you to just listen, and I want you to imagine that this were the Lord talking to you about this weekend. Come to me with your defenses down, ready to be blessed and filled with my presence. Relax. I just want everybody to hear me say that again. Relax. There is no expectation of you this weekend. You don't have a burden this weekend. And I just want you to, you don't have to solve a problem. Relax and feel the relief of being totally open and authentic with me. You have nothing to hide and nothing to disclose because I know everything about you already. You can have no other relationship like this one. Take time to savor its richness, basking in my light. One of the worst consequences of the fall is the elaborate barriers that people erect between themselves and others. Facades abound in the world, even in my body, the church. Sometimes church is the last place where people feel free to be themselves. They cover up with Sunday clothes and Sunday smiles. They feel relief when they leave because of the strain of false fellowship. The best anecdote to this artificial atmosphere is practicing my presence at church. Let your primary focus be communing with me, worshiping me and glorifying me. Exodus 33:14 says this, the Lord replied, "My presence will go with you and I will give you rest." That scripture was the Lord responding to Moses because Moses was leading the Israelite people. And they were just like us, and they didn't know how to do it right, and they made a lot of mistakes just like we did. And it came to this point where God said, You know what, Moses? The promised land is that way, and I want you to take these here people 
and take them over there to the promised land. And Moses said, I won't do it if you don't go. And one of the saddest things in the Bible to me, because I'm like, I hope I wouldn't have been like that. But the Lord said, okay, you know what? I want to meet with y'all, and I want you to come up on, on this mountain, and I'm going, to be, I'm going to meet with you. And do you know what the people said? You go. Moses, <laughs> you go on up there, you talk to him, and you come back and tell us what he said because we are scared <laughs> to go up there and meet with him. Now, the closest I can come in my personal relationships to how the Lord feels about you is my title of being a mom. And there is nothing like the love that a person feels for their children. And if one of my children ever said, I am too scared to go near her, that would be the most devastating thing that could be said to me, I think. That is the same way that the Lord feels about you. I just want you to come in. The Word says, come into my throne room boldly. Just come in here and let me be your Father. Thanks for listening to the Candy Gibbs Podcast. For more information and other resources, visit candygibbs.com.